Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode where we are talking about decluttering your stuff, how to have enough stuff, but not too much. Okay, which I think should be the whole goal of decluttering. Okay, and if you're listening on the podcast, I'm going to start a new thing here in the Facebook group where I record these live and on Instagram where I ask you guys a ridiculous question. Um, and the comments are making me laugh about your guys' response. The first, the question that I have for you guys today has absolutely nothing to do to de- with decluttering, but it is a question that my kids talk about often. My nine, 11 and 14 year old talk about this. And that question is, has anyone ever landed on the moon? It's a fun topic to explore. The assumption is yes. However, there's a lot of information about there that can lead to some interesting conversations. Okay. So anyways, all my kids believe different things. It's fun to talk about. That's what we're talking about today. But also in regards to decluttering, Lindsay says your comment makes me doubt what I previously believed. Janelle says studying space this fall with my kids made me question all the things I thought I knew. Okay, hilarious, hilarious. It's so fun. Conversations with your kids if you have big kids. But let's get to decluttering because this is a podcast about decluttering. Okay, so... I believe that the goal of decluttering should be to have enough, but not too much. Okay. So I get a lot of questions via messages in the Facebook group and email of like, how much stuff do I need to have? And I'm never going to give you an answer for that. I'm never going to tell you how much stuff you need to have. And I'm never going to give you a list of what kind of things that you have. I'm just going to say things that are probably going to be annoying to you. Like you should have enough stuff but not so much that it's overwhelming, right? And if you ask questions like, I have so many toys, like which toys should I get rid of and how many should I have? I'm gonna say something like, well, I can't tell you how many to get rid of, but it sounds like you have too much. So you need to get rid of probably a lot, right? Um, Because the whole point of decluttering is to find that balance for you. And it's going to be different for everybody. And it's gonna be different based on certain seasons of life that you're in. We have lived in a 27 by eight foot RV. We didn't have a lot of toys. We had one little storage bench of toys. We had one, one foot by one foot cube of clothes per kid, right? I didn't have any kitchen gadgets. I had a little coffee pot that made like two cups of coffee at a time because I couldn't even fit a Keurig because it was too big. I had a little tiny, teeny, tiny coffee pot because to me, coffee was important, right? But it's not important to everyone. So I will never tell you, you should have this much stuff you should have this kind of stuff. You definitely shouldn't have that. Right. Um, and I think it's so funny because I do, I, I love to facilitate conversations and I love to talk with you guys. And there was one post that I did a while ago that was like, you don't need, you don't need items, you know, for every purpose in the kitchen. And I gave specific examples. Like you don't need a garlic press. You don't need a, a banana slicer right? You don't need, you know, a knife can cut the garlic, a knife can cut the bananas, a knife can cut the grapes. And then everyone's like, no, I need the grape slicer. I need, I need the banana slicer. I need the garlic press. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Like Lindsay just said in the comments, everyone has a different clutter threshold. 
And everybody has those things that genuinely makes their life easier. So I'm never going to say don't have a banana slicer. I'm not going to say that. If you have room for it and it makes your life easier and you want to have it, go ahead and keep it, right? Um, but if you are drowning in clutter and if you are struggling and if you are like you can never get ahead and you're frustrated about all of this stuff, you're going to have to start making those decisions on what's actually serving you and what's actually making your life easier and what's not, right? If you can't open the utensil drawer because you have 15 with, shout out to Danielle who had 17, right? If you have, if it's jam-packed with apple slice, oh, apple slicer was the other one. If it's, you know, you have the apple slicer, the banana slicer, the grace, the grape slicer, the um, garlic press, you have the mashed potato thingy, 50 spatulas, serving spoons, all these things, and it doesn't fit in the drawer. You have to be the one to decide like, okay, what do I, what is actually going to serve me here? What do I actually want to keep? And what do I actually have room for? I can't tell you that, right? Joni says, why do I have a lemon squeezer and a lime squeezer when the lemon squeezer can do both? Exactly, right? Why? Why do we have those? Why do we need a lime one and a lemon? They're literally the same. They're just a different color. <laughs> and all of the foodies will disagree with me that like, you know, lemons and limes are different. And you know, they are, but that's not the point. They can both be squeezed by the lemon or the lime, right? Or your hand, or like Janelle said, a fork. I don't know if that works. That works for lemons and limes. But you guys see my point, right? And Sarah's like, no, my apple slicer is staying. And for me, the only thing that ever happens with apple slicers is cutting my fingers. So I'm like, don't ever bring an apple slicer in my house. <laughs> Everybody's got different things that they want. Okay. The point is to have enough stuff that actually makes your life easier, that fits in the space that you have without having too much. Okay. So let's talk about this in regards to toys. I'm going to, we're going to talk about this in regards to toys, clothes, and dishes, which are the most commonly overwhelming things for moms. I'm going to give you some specific examples, and then we're going to talk about how you can actually declutter. Okay. So having enough, but not too much toys. This is a super special subject to me um, because I used to be a Montessori teacher. I have five kids. And I used to, before I helped moms declutter homes, I helped teachers declutter classrooms because the general consensus and belief system is that more is better. More is better. More is more fun. More is more play. More is more learning. More is more education. More is more imagination. Um, and that's just not true in all of my experience. That's just not true. It's just not true. Like I have never seen, I have never, ever seen that happen. The only thing that I have seen happen with more toys is more messes, more frustration, more fighting, more um, behavioral outbursts, more throwing, more hitting, more um, drama, right? Both at home and in classrooms. Um, so, and the other thing that I love to talk about is that, you know, we have five kids now. We have probably like a fourth of the amount of toys with our five kids as we did when we had one, two, and three kids, because we decluttered after we had three kids. We have so much less now, and you don't need more. More kids does not mean more stuff. And if you have a lot of kids, or if you've had, you know, if you keep having more kids, you know 
the more kids you have, the harder it gets. And the less time and energy you have to spend managing stuff because you have to spend it with those additional kids, right? And if you want to, to get access to, I'm doing a toy decluttering bonus workshop here at the end of the month for anyone enrolled in Decluttering Simplified, which also gives you the Toy Decluttering 101 course, go ahead and enroll in Decluttering Simplified because we're gonna top, we're gonna dive deep into that, like the different decluttering personalities for kids, how to support them in making decisions. Because I think a lot of times as mothers, we know that our kids need less, right? We know that it would be easier for us and it would be easier for them if there were less toys, but toys are like the hardest thing to get rid of because our kids are attached to them. They want them. Um, a lot of times us as moms are like, but we want them to have these kinds of toys. Like I've always wanted to buy these kinds of toys um, and all of these things. So there's a lot of complications that come with toy decluttering. So enroll into Decluttering Simplified. It will help you declutter your entire home and you will get access to Toy Decluttering 101 and you will get access to the bonus Toy Decluttering Workshop. Um, so the way that you can tell you have enough toys and not too much is that for me, the way that I gauge it is we can clean everything up. Like if the kids have destroyed everything, pulled everything out, played with all their stuff all day, we can get it cleaned up in 10 minutes, tops, five to 10 minutes. That's all it takes for us with five kids and our toys. And my kids are one, three, nine, 11, and 14. So their ages are really ranged, um, but we don't have more stuff, right? Um, they all generally play with the same kinds of things. I dive deep into this, into the toy decluttering workshop that is a part of decluttering simplified, um, like how to, find, how to figure out what kinds of toys to have, especially if you have mixed ages, saving toys for future kids and all of that, like we dive deep into that. Um, but that's how I gauge it. If it starts to get to where I, I feel like I'm cleaning up all the time, I'm constantly annoyed by the messes, um, the kids aren't putting their stuff away or they're overwhelmed by it or giving me pushback and resistance. That's my cue to declutter some toys, you know, because we have five kids. So there's a lot of birthdays, you know, we don't live near our family. And so they like to send us things and mail us gifts, right? My kids, um, Christmas happens, things happen so that we have stuff coming in and, and it's just like this revolving door of stuff and clutter, um, and toys. But when you declutter that revolving door slows way down, right? So that you're not like constantly buying things and bringing it in and putting it out. We only have to do it like a few times a year. Um, and it's very simple and fast. Like we can get our routine decluttering done in 30 minutes, right? Um, so that's what it looks like for toys. Now let's talk about clothes, right? Because that's another thing that people worry about. Like, how do I make sure that I have enough clothes, but not much because right now I'm drowning in laundry piles. I'm, I've never been caught up on laundry. Most of our clothes live in a basket, right? Or there's not enough room to hang things up. I can't keep up on it. There's just piles of stuff everywhere. And I'm always behind, even if I do three or four loads of laundry a day or at a time, like I just never get caught up. Um, we live in all of the seasons. We have all of the weather. We have messy eaters. My kids like to take baths in mud 24 seven, right? Like these are the things that I hear all of the time. And I want to let you know that I have lived in Alaska. I've lived in Florida. I've lived in Idaho. I've lived in Southern California. And now I live in the Midwest. And the way that we do clothes is super simple. We have about seven to 10. Don't focus on the number, but this is just what I do to keep it straight in my head. Seven to 10 complete outfits. And we always have enough. And I haven't been behind on laundry since 2013. So do not take my number and think that I only, I can only have seven shirts. 
not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that you need to find that balance of enough clothes to meet your needs without having too much. And it's impossible to know what that is for you without decluttering. Because when you are surrounded by piles of clothes, when you are always behind on laundry, when you always have this big, huge stash to pull from, you will think that it's necessary and you will think that you use it all. And you will think that if you have less, you're not going to have enough, but it's just because you're so visual, you're so visual and you, you literally cannot tell how much you actually use and how much you need or how much you have. Amy, I'm not going to answer that question um, because it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. And whenever I say that number, I, I knew it when I said it, I shouldn't have said it, that people hyper-focus on the number. It's, it's irrelevant, right? Um, she's asking like per season or total, I'm not, I'm not going to answer it, but you have to figure this out for yourself and you have to declutter your stuff and you have to get to that point where you're like, okay, we wear everything we have. We have enough. I haven't been behind on laundry. I can keep up. We're not living out of laundry piles. I don't have laundry baskets stacked all around the house. The couch is not buried in laundry. The bed and the treadmill and the back of the chair are not piled in laundry and everybody still has clothes. Nobody had to go naked, right? You have to figure that out for yourself. You have to do the decluttering, right? There's not a single answer I can give you that will make sense for you unless you actually start decluttering your stuff. Um, and then you'll find your own balance, right? You'll find your own flow that works for you, which is the core of everything that I teach. Um, and if you get into... If you, I'm just going to keep saying it. If you get into decluttering simplified, you will learn how to do this for yourself. It will start to make sense and you will know how much you need and how much you don't need. And bonus, when you enroll in decluttering simplified, you also get access to closed decluttering 101, where I give you very specific strategies to figure out what this is for you. Okay. But that's an entire different course instead of decluttering simplified. Okay. So that's close. Um, uh, Jill says, so true. I just got to the point where I'm not doing laundry every day. I told my family not to buy so much clothing, clothing for gifts and it helped a ton. Okay. Yay. Yeah. And Jill, I know has been decluttering actively for a while. You've been in this group. I think Jill basically since the beginning for like two years. Um, okay. So dishes, let's talk about dishes and what it looks like to have enough, but not too much. Same as like the toys, and the clothes, you know, you have enough dishes and not too much when you can continuously get caught up on dishes, right? When you aren't always having a pile or, you know, a sink full of dishes, you aren't getting to the end of the day, like avoiding the dishes. You aren't getting to dinner time and choosing to order pizza because you don't want to have to wash the dishes from yesterday in order to make dinner for today. Right. That was me. Um, or throwing out the Tupperware because it sat too long and it's gross. And you're just like, I don't want to do it. So I'll buy new Tupperware. Go ahead and judge me. But that's how I, I tell you guys these stories because that's how overwhelmed I was. That's how far behind I was on my life. Right. Maggie says, let's talk about dishes and Tupperware. Well, there you have it. I used to be so behind on dishes that I would, it was easier to just toss the Tupperware than save it. Okay. Um, when that opens up a whole nother conversation of other podcast episodes, you can go listen to about how decluttering saves you money and how decluttering makes you a better consumer and how decluttering is not wasteful. It actually helps you to be efficient and mindful of your resources. Okay. Um, yes. Okay. So we, um, 
some people say like, I'd rather just use paper plates. I want to let you guys know this too. I think they're, they're, and I don't want this to come across as bragging, but we don't ever use paper plates. Like we just haven't, we never have. It's like, I think maybe it's because we were really broke. And so I didn't have money to just buy paper plates, but if you simplify your dishes, it's a non-issue and you don't have to use the paper plates because it's really easy to keep up on it. And I'm saying that as a family of seven, five kids, we have hardly left our home at all this year. Well, I guess in 2020, we were basically home from March to December. Didn't eat out at all, right? Didn't go to grocery. We didn't didn't go to like restaurants or drive-thrus because I don't do drive-thrus, but um, I'm not behind on dishes, right? So the way that you tell that you have enough and not too much is because you can you can keep up on it, right? It's I don't think it should be normal to think that we're just always going to be behind and we're never going to be caught up and we're always going to have dishes to do and we're always going to have laundry to do. Yes, you're going to have to do it because everybody has to eat every day but you don't have to be chronically behind. I don't believe that at all. I don't think that should be normal. That is a hard life, right? I don't think it should be normal to have such a hard life. And I'm speaking as somebody who used to be that way, right? I used to go on my lunch break from work and go home to do dishes so that when I got home from work, I could make dinner, right? That that shouldn't have been my normal life. Like, I should have taken my lunch break to actually eat lunch, right? Or to take some time for me because I was a teacher and I was giving myself to kids all day long. And then I had to come home and give myself to kids even more, right? My lunch break should not have been spent doing dishes so that I could come home and make dinner. Um, and the reason that it was like that is because I had too much, right? I didn't need three crock pots. I didn't need all the Tupperware. Um, I didn't, I just needed, I needed less stuff. Okay. So, um, Maggie says, I do dishes on my lunch break. Yeah. See, like there is a better way. And I promise you, if you get rid of your stuff down to a manageable amount to you, you can get out of these cycles, right? Because just like I haven't been behind on laundry since 2013, when we decluttered, I also haven't been behind on dishes since 2013 when we decluttered. And I like to talk about the kitchen um, and our tiny kitchen when we lived in an RV, because the kitchen is an easy place to be like, there's something for everything, right? If you haven't listened to the podcast episode on variety, we can fall into the something for everything trap where we talked about at the beginning of this episode, like I need a garlic press, I need a garlic press and an apple slicer and a banana slicer and a, and a grape slicer. And guess what? When I lived in an RV, no way would I have had room for all of that. And the world would have kept on spinning and I would have been just fine. Right. Okay. Sarah, remind me to come back to crockpots. I would have been just fine. And you know what? I don't have any of those. I don't have an apple slicer, a garlic press because I was broke and I lived in an RV and I just got used to using a knife for everything. Right. But if you have a tiny kitchen, don't try to come up with creative ways to store more stuff. Just get really clear on what's actually essential to you. Right. Are those things helping you or are they making your life harder? Because every day you can't find what you're looking for. You can't open the drawer. You have to wash it. It's always dirty. You're always behind. Is it really helping you to be able to cut those, those apples that way? Or would it be better to just have the knife, right? Now, don't take this to heart about the apple thing. If you are very in love with your apple slicer, but just think through these things critically and ask yourself these kinds of questions, right? Ask yourself these kinds of questions. What's actually helpful to me. 
Um, what do I actually need? There are families that have food allergies, so they need more wisps, right? Um, and let's go back to what Sarah said about the crockpot because Sarah has three crockpots. Um, she says, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're on my three crockpots right now. I'm using the smallest one right now. Now, here's the thing. Sarah's family loves crockpot meals, right? Sarah is the crockpot master. Her main method of feeding her family is via crockpot. So she has three crockpots and she has room for it, right? It fits in her kitchen. She has three crockpots and everything's fine. But I bet you Sarah doesn't have three, um, what are those fire things? Air fryers, right? Because she doesn't use them. She doesn't use them. She doesn't need them. She uses the three crockpots. Maybe that means that she has less traditional pots and pans to make sure that everything fits in her kitchen, right? Right? Like you have to ask yourself these questions critically to figure out how to have enough, but not too much. Um, Jill says three strainers is a bit much, two big spaghetti pots. Totally just realized that we had that many last week down to one each now, right? I have one strainer. Um, what does dishes look like me look like for me each day? Um, dishes look like for me now. We have one set of dishes. So we have seven people in our family. We have a set of 12 dishes of the bowl, small plate, large plate. Everybody eats breakfast out of a bowl. Everybody eats lunch off of a small plate. Everybody eats dinner off of a big plate. They all go into the dishwasher. And then most of the snacks that they eat are either in a, one of the extra bowls or a paper towel. Um, so that's what it looks like. So once we're done eating, literally after we're done eating, we wash it all and put it in the dishwasher, pots and pans. I wash right after we eat and it's easy. It's easy. It's that simple. There's no special secrets. There's no magical routine. It's just that we have a man manageable amount of stuff for us um, and not too much. The banana slicer correction I love every time. Um, Sarah says, y'all should know by now not to listen to me. I'm just here to harass Krista because I put in the declutter work already. Yes, Sarah harasses me all of the time and she's an admin. So it's, it's pretty weird how that worked out. <laughs> but for real, like that works for her and she's not overwhelmed by her three crockpots. Um, yeah, and Lindsay says, I have four strainers, but they aren't overwhelming. Exactly. So this is, you guys are proving my point that you have, the only way you're ever going to figure out how to have enough and not too much is to do your decluttering, to actually put it into action and stop thinking about it. Stop asking everybody else what they do. Stop trying to find lists of what you should have and the best gadgets and all of those things. You, you have to get into your own home and you have to do this for yourself. Otherwise you're never going to know. Linda said, I think a light bulb just showed up above my head because it just clicked for me that I use every dish available before actually cleaning them. But if I had less, I would just keep up with it better because it wouldn't be so daunting. Exactly, Linda. You worded that perfectly. That is ex that's exactly how it works. And that's exactly why we get chronically behind on laundry and dishes specifically. If you have it, you're going to use it. It's Parkinson's law. If it's available to you, you will use it. If you have that much, you're going to use it. And then when it comes time, when you run out, you're going to be overwhelmed. You're not going to have time to clean it up. You're going to be chronically behind and you're going to feel like something is wrong with you and nothing is wrong with you. You are not a bad housekeeper. You are not a bad mother. You just have too much stuff. Literally that solves like 99% of your problems. Get rid of most of your stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not joking. 
we got rid of all of our stuff down to what fit into our suitcases. And like 99% of my problems magically disappeared. And then I went to therapy to fix the rest of it. <laughs> um, okay. I have pots and pans from before. My husband and I got married almost nine years ago. That's awesome that they last. Okay. Everything Krista is saying is absolutely true. From Sarah, my favorite harasser, my favorite heckler. <laughs> okay. Um, so all of this say, let's wrap this up. I love your guys's, I love your guys's comments on this. Aaron, we'll wrap up with your comment. I just joined, but I have three pizza cutters. I use them daily for cutting toast, pizza, pancakes. Most times all three in a dishwasher when I run it too. So it sounds like you use pizza cutters instead of knives, which is an interesting thing to me. I've never heard of that, but it sounds like your, your kitchen life is pretty fun. Not toast with a pizza cutter. <laughs> okay. Okay. So in conclusion, when you are trying to figure out how, how do I know what to keep? How do I know what to get rid of? How much do I keep? How much do I get rid of? And you ask like, what do I get rid of? Because that's one of the questions that comes up a lot in the group is like, what would you get rid of? I'm always going to answer your question with a question. And I'm going to say, what do you use? Right? What do you use? What do you have room for? What fits in your space? What's manageable to you? And everything that doesn't fit into those answers leaves, get it out. Like it's, that's it. Right. Um, and it's going to require that you take action. You have to do, you just have to dive in and declutter and figure this out for you. It's trial and error. And it takes a lot of introspection, right? Um, you guys are cracking me up with all of your comments about like the pizza cutters, right? Like how many pizza cutters do I actually need? Do I need five? Do I need three? Do I need one? If I use pizza cutters, can I get rid of my knives? Right. And ask yourself these questions. Okay. And that's what this group is for. That's what this space is for. Um, and I hope that you find it helpful. If you're listening on the podcast, come join us in the Facebook group, join us on Instagram, because these are where the conversations happen <laughs> and they're so much fun, but they, they're a little bit ridiculous, but they're insightful and they're valuable and they help us make these decisions. And again, if you need help with this, if you need help knowing exactly what to do, how to do it, what strategies, strategies to use, when to do them, get into decluttering simplified. I spent all of 2020 simplifying my business, simplifying my offers, simplifying my courses for you. And decluttering simplified is it. It is the thing. It is the course that will teach you how to start and finish decluttering your home. You get access to the motherhood or the decluttering simplified community of moms doing it with you. You get the bonus course, toy decluttering 101. You get the closed course that is also a bonus, closed decluttering 101. You get the maintenance decluttering course, which is also a bonus. And you get twice a month co-decluttering sessions with us where we declutter together on Zoom. I'm the DJ. I play the music. All the kids dance while you declutter and I manage my kids and the music and it's super fun and it's impactful and it helps and it will help you declutter your home. So if you've been thinking about decluttering simplified, get into it. It's available 24 seven, 365. You can join any day of the year, anytime. Um, and it's 100% worth it. So that being said, I'm going to hang up on the podcast. I'm going to hang up on Facebook because I can hear the baby waking up from her nap. It was super fun hanging out with you all. Um, actually, before we go real quick, let me put the um, course in the comments and I will see you all around. Okay. Bye. Hey, real quick before you go.
I just wanted to let you know, you're not a terrible housekeeper. You just have too much stuff and you might have some toddlers. I wanted to invite you to Decluttering Simplified, the four-week plan to help you declutter your entire home top to bottom in the simplest way possible. Yes, it can be easy. Yes, you can do it. Stop shifting your clutter around. You know, the thing you do where you don't really know what to do with the stuff, so you try to put it in the closet or move it to another space of the house, or maybe you even packed it up into nice little containers, but ultimately you're just organizing your clutter and that's not gonna get you to where you wanna be. Decluttering Simplified is your four-week plan. You don't have to do it in four weeks. You get lifetime access to it, but I promise you, once you get started, you're not gonna wanna stop until the four weeks is up. In addition to this four-week plan, you get to join the Decluttering Simplified group and myself twice a month for live co-decluttering sessions. This is where we hop on Zoom together. I play you some super fun and kid-friendly music, and you get 30 minutes to declutter with all of us together to help keep you on track. I promise you will love this. You will have so much fun. And best of all, you will get your house decluttered in no time. If you want to get into Decluttering Simplified, just go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash decluttering simplified, or you can find the link in the show notes of this episode. I can't wait to see you inside. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. You love the show. I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you, but when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.